Welcome to Beeson's Primetime Action Monday night here from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us for, uh, well, how can I put this? One of the few nights of the calendar year where I don't think I have a bet on anything. How about that? It is a it is a light, light, light schedule tonight. Yeah, f- five baseball games because one got postponed. Six basketball games. We do have hockey. It's the last night of full hockey. It's the hockey extension week, if you will, from the original uh, regular season. Uh, but we do have a tip-off coming up here momentarily, so we should get to that. Yeah, we have the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. Pelicans on the back end of a back-to-back. Big win for the Pelicans over the Hornets yesterday. Grizzlies are on the front end. They play the Mavericks tomorrow. Grayson Allen, Sean McDermott are out for the Grizz tonight. Steven Adams is out for the Pelicans tonight. They are nine-and-a-half-point dogs to the Grizzlies right now. Uh, man, that is uh, – Kelly, I understand. I know where you're going with this. That is a lot of points. I'm not pulling the trigger, but, boy, that's a lot of points. Nine-and-a-half yeah, uh, I, I felt the same way. I didn't play any sides tonight – in the NBA, but that was the one I stared at the longest. But I, 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 I said, know. nope, I'm going to pass on it tonight. But I know. It's, it's too many for the Grizz. Big to be win late. yesterday. You know, is there any? It, we'll see what we'll see today. Uh, we do have one in about half an hour. Bucks and the Spurs. Bucks on the front end. They play the Magic at home tomorrow. So not a big test there for them. They are seven and a half point favorites, 233. And a half your total there. We do have a pair of 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific games. Jazz and the Warriors. Warriors are on the front half. They play the Suns tomorrow night. So, uh, big game over there in the West. Mike Conley will miss his eighth straight for the Jazz tonight. They are two-point favorites. 226 your total right now in that game against the Warriors. And finally, we have the Rockets and the Blazers. Kevin Porter Jr., Avery Bradley, DJ Wilson all out. Christian Wood, Kelly Olenek are questionable for the Rockets. Carmelo Anthony is out for the Blazers. They are 14-and-a-half point favorites. 238-and-a-half is your total there. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I've got playing fever, man. Playing game fever. Playing games go. fever. Um and it's going to be interesting to see how these series stack up uh, in basketball. A whole bunch of things to ask you guys about. Uh, baseball. Gotta, one first pitch yeah. here. Yeah, one first pitch in about 10 minutes. Uh, the Angels and the Astros. That is Junior Guerra against Luis Garcia. Uh, Garcia and the Astros are huge. Minus 180 favorites right now over the Angels and uh, Junior Guerra. This was supposed to be Alex Cobb for the Angels. He got put on the 10-day IL this morning. So uh, Guerra steps in. Uh, to take over this start here. Astros playing some really good baseball. This was one of those teams we had actually talked about, Gil, where they had dealt with some COVID issues, found themselves like eight games under 500, and we were saying, well, if this was the time you wanted to buy back in, this would be the time to buy back in. And then this team has been playing some really, really good baseball since then, as you can see on your screen if you're watching at home, 18-16 and 16 now on the season, so two games over. 500, uh, just an incredibly talented lineup, top to bottom. If they can get some pitching, I think it's a, certainly a team that could can make some noise in the postseason. Yeah, and a good a good pitching matchup later, which we'll talk about later in San Francisco mm-hmm. between Gibson and Wood. I thought the best, the most bettable preflop game in baseball today was the one that got uh, 
got postponed. Yeah, that was when I was looking at it. I was yeah. going to go against Denilson Lamette. So actually. that was yeah. the play, right? Because yeah. we don't know how, how long Lamette would have gone. Yeah, I mean, this was, this is, you know, we, we talked about that the first start. He throws 29 pitches, gets pulled after two innings, then goes on the IL, comes back off the IL, throws only throws two innings again, throws 30 pitches, and then gets pulled from that game as well. So, I mean, again, that was, that was, was going to be the play for me. But, um, you know, yeah, postpone. Yeah. We will talk to Dwayne Colucci tonight as well, uh, Rampart Racing Sports Manager here in Las Vegas. Uh, talk hockey with him. Big Vegas Golden Knights game tonight uh, among uh, nine games in hockey. And, of course, also really the biggest story. Can I call it the biggest story in sports this weekend? Kind of overran Sunday anyway. Let's give him Sunday, which was the horse racing scandal, the Kentucky Derby. And Bob Baffert's horse, Medina Spirit, testing uh, for too much anti-inflammatory above the allowed threshold. And so there is now, we're waiting a second test to confirm that. If it is confirmed, well, then Mandaloon would become the Kentucky Derby winner. But your bets remain as they were. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. So we'll get into that here on Primetime Action coming up. Um, a, a fascinating story. And maybe, as our buddy Ron Flatter said, maybe the biggest scandal in horse racing history. And I called it this morning by saying, I think Bob Baffert may be, if this goes the wrong way for him, the Lance Armstrong of horse racing. Like, I mean, it's that. For, for those who follow that sport, here's a Sports Center tweet. Uh, Kentucky Derby winning horse, Medina Spirit, testing positive for the anti-inflammatory. Uh, beta methazone, by the way, if you're scoring at home. That's what trainer Bob Baffert said yesterday. He denied any wrongdoing, calling the news, quote, the biggest gut punch in racing for something I didn't do, unquote. Baffert not saying that they didn't know about administering that amount. Baffert saying that horse didn't get administered any of it. So it should be interesting. Should be fascinating. You have much to say about it, Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously we have to blame the horse for taking that stuff. So, I mean, this is <laughs> just... <laughs> and behind the window this morning, behind the behind the glass where Kelly's sitting, she said, she goes, this sounds like a, an old Remington Steel episode. She referenced an <laughs> 80s detective show. I think it was 80s. Oh, man, and she I said, know that one. And she said, it's like, uh, it's like the horse, someone went around Baffert's back and gave the horse something. And she was being serious about it. So people have different opinions. You know, listen. Wow. Remington Steel, Medina everybody. Spirit has got to know what's going on, going into his body. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> That's what we. That's what we said about the. Uh, that's what we said about the guys in the in the home run. You know, in the yeah. home run era in baseball. Like you have to, you had to know what you were putting in your body. Well, Medina Spirit, you need to know what you're putting in your body. Yeah, I'm holding you responsible. You you hold that damn horse responsible. Yeah, exactly. Um. So we'll talk to Dwayne about that. And uh, let me just let me also bring up basketball again, which is. You know, here we are, we're playing the two games that are going on right now. Well, Kelly, you can update us on what's going on because these games have implications. Yeah, they do. Um, I should have, uh, my fault, I should have started with a sounder today, too, of triple-double watch. Right, that's what we're <laughs> on with Russell Westbrook tonight. Research All right, they're night. Through, uh, they're through one there in Atlanta. We got uh, Hawks 36, Wizards 32. Westbrook with 10 points, four rebounds, four assists. Well on his way. Well on his way. Well on his way. Triple-double tonight for him over at DraftKings. The yes, minus 400. It's just wild. It's unbelievable. Uh, live line on that game is uh, Hawks 10.5 and, and 239.5. The uh, Cavaliers up on the Pacers at the end of the first quarter, 28-27. to 27. Pacers still a 7.5-point live favorite, 225.5 is your live total in that game over in Major League Baseball. Two games currently in progress. The Reds all over the Pirates, 7-1, to bottom of the fourth. And the Red Sox and Orioles tied up at one bottom of the fourth. Uh, just a live total. Nope, Orioles, Red Sox, minus 120. Orioles, minus 110, 6.5 live total on that game. Over on the ice, 
a few games currently going. Devils up on the Flyers, 2-1 to one at the end of one. Uh, Devils minus 140 live, Flyers plus 110, 7.5. Live total shaded to the under. Oilers up on the Canadians, 2-1, to one, 16 minutes left to go in the second period. Oilers minus 190 live, Canadians plus 155, 7.5 live total shaded to the under. And Islanders and Bruins all tied up at 1, uh, 16.5 minutes to go in the second period in that game. Bruins minus 160, Islanders plus 130, and 5.5 your live total. Uh, Panthers leading the Lightnings. Lightning one to nothing. Sixteen minutes left to go in the first. Panthers minus three hundred live. Lightning plus two forty four and a half. Your live to- total. Juice to the over. All right, we'll find out if Danielle has some hockey plays tonight. I'm sure she does. Maybe some first innings. I don't know. Maybe she got crazy. Well, she'll join us next segment uh, for that. Kelly has one uh, prop later tonight. That's the only thing pre-flop we got. That's I it. I do. Joe Ingles under 15 and a half points. Digging into, and we'll, we'll talk more about it in prop watch later, yeah. but uh, for those not sticking around for the next hour and a half of the show, uh, yeah, Ingles with no Mike Connolly out there, no Donovan Mitchell. This is something we brought, Matt and I brought up a couple times on the show. Ingles really goes into much more of a distributor mo- mode, that point forward position. So uh, that's a, it's a, not, not a number he's gone over in the past nine games straight so i figured a little bit a little bet on the under tonight for me in that game speaking of the jazz can we uh since it's the only award that's really still up for grabs can we do a couple minutes here on coach of the year sure thibodeau and the knicks with a big win over the clippers last night uh and that kept the knicks in fourth place in the eastern conference uh they're a game ahead in the lost column of both the hawks and the heat so knicks currently in fourth and in the west the jazz as you just mentioned jazz Couple games ahead in the lost column, a couple games period ahead of the Suns. It looks like the Jazz may be able to get that first seed uh, under Coach Quinn Snyder. Monty Williams and the Suns looking to cruise into number two. That could change, but that's what it looks like anyway here with four games left in the season. And so I will ask for one final time if it ends up with the Knicks fourth, the Jazz first, the Suns second, couldn't you make a case for all three of these guys? And it wouldn't surprise any of us. In other words, the Thibodeau, when we first brought it up, and Thibodeau was 20 to 1, that was an awesome bet. Now, even though I still say that was an awesome bet, I, if, if it doesn't go to him, I'd be, I'd be fine with it. I think you can make a case for all three of those guys. Yeah, so I've got a small 14 to 1 on Tibbs from like a month ago when we were talking about this. Still a solid bet. I don't know. I mean, this was when we were talking about this Friday, right? Was it Friday or Thursday we were talking about this? And we said... Okay, if you know the Suns don't finish first and you get the Knicks finishing in that fourth slot, I probably lean tips. I still want to say I feel that way, Gil, but I, it's very up in the air. It is so up in the air, and I wouldn't be surprised if it went to any of the three guys. Because the Jazz just haven't had Conley and Spider Mitchell for so long, and they're and they're still going to get a number one seed, Utah. Like that's obviously huge. The fact that Phoenix is too good, Lord, what we thought about this franchise for them to end up at two is ridiculous. And then through the prism of season wins, again, it's the Knicks that have exceeded theirs by far by the most. So I don't know. I don't know. So I, updated odds on this market uh, via Bet Rivers, because and credit to them, not not a lot of places posting this. True dad. Uh, here in the states, Monty Williams, he's minus three dollars, and then Tibbs and Quinn Snyder two to one. You're 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 handicapping the voters. They must know something about those voters that market. Monty it's Williams t- well regarded in NBA circles. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. We'll find out. It's only my one vote th- would go to Tibbs. Tibbs? Th- Mine would. I think that's where mine would go to. If it stayed the way it is right this, like right now. If we ended like we are right now. And this is what we described on Friday. Right. This, we were like, if this situation plays out and it's what's playing out. Yeah. 
I think I would go Tibbs too. I mean, for one thing, if anybody's, I mean, actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on this at all right now. I think if anybody's out there betting, Correct. I definitely wouldn't lay three dollars with Monty Williams. No. I mean, there's no way. No way. He should be. He's no way. He should be a three dollar favorite in my mind. Well, only awards still up for grabs. Interesting yeah, to talk about. Because if, if you think about, it, I mean, again, it's just it's, it's the Jazz were supposed to be good. Suns were supposed to be good. The Knicks were not supposed to be good. Suns were supposed to be eighth seed, right? I mean, th- we thought they'd creep into the playoffs. Yeah. They, they were playing. Too. Yeah, Se- seven, eight seed. Yeah. But the Knicks were definitely not even. But the Knicks to be weren't that. even a playoff. Yeah. And then, look, they far exceeded by for sure. But I mean, there was a there was a lot of injury stuff going on over in the Western Conference. I mean, they, they played well and they've done great and they've certainly exceeded again anything that we thought with the Suns on, the, on that side and the Jazz as well. However. Again, tons of injury stuff with the Lakers, tons of injury stuff with the Clippers, tons of injury stuff with the Blazers. I mean, you know, there's just there was just injuries all over the place in the Western Conference. So, um, a little yeah. bit of fortune there as well. The Nuggets, obviously. But Utah had the injuries too, I guess, is my point. Right? So, it's not well, here, maybe... re- here recently, yes. Yeah. yeah. Here recently. It's, it's, I mean, I think probably Tibbs too. I think in the end I would have to leave. If they finish fourth, I think I'd have to go Tibbs. Um, I was batting this around on the uh, radio side this morning. Have, have we have we not made enough of the Sixers through all of this? Through all of our talks on the NBA, we, we like to joke about the fact that we barely ever bring up the Spurs, mm-hmm. who could very well make the play-in in the West, although the Pelicans will have something to say about that, even without Zion. But the Sixers, they're going to they're gonna get the first seed, barring a complete collapse here down the stretch in the final four games. They're going to get the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. And if you look at the potential matchups, and you know I have the, those bets that I made in faraway places, will a 10th seed in the East make the postseason? And I've been at three times at, like, plus 350-something, plus 340-something, plus 308, hoping that the Wizards, and by the way, these two games between the Pacers and the Wizards are going to have going to go a long way towards determining that tonight. But if it's the Wizards, okay, maybe there's going to be an issue. Maybe. But can the Wizards beat the Sixers in a full series? I don't know. Right now it's the Knicks or the Hawks at 4-5. I'm sure the Sixers don't want to face the Heat. They don't want the Heat creeping into a 4-5. But if it's the Knicks and Hawks, as good as the Hawks' offense is, the Sixers should be able to take care of them too. The Nets, meanwhile, will have to play each other in a conference semi. So when you look at odds, there are some places where the Sixers are the third shot in the East to win the conference. Second in some, but third in some behind both the Six, behind both the, rather the Nets and the Bucks. Are we not like? Are they perhaps the the sneaky underrated team in all of this? I feel you. I feel you. It's a lot of a lot of enthusiasm to that. I feel you. I feel you. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I just have like a Western Conference bias or something that goes on. I'm just talking about Eastern Conference. No, 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 no. I know. It's just, but I like I. I don't look at these Eastern Conference teams the same for whatever reason. And it's not fair. But I mean, I I don't know. I just don't look at them the same for whatever. I think it. I mean, I think it is fair because honestly, in most years, one of these conferences is not like the other as far as talent level. I would, but we're focusing on the East. I don't want to speak for Matt. But, but I've never he, been the biggest Sixers guy. I love Joel Embiid, but he's always had problems staying on the court. Joel Embiid is amazing. He's a top five player in the league. I totally believe that. He's right in the race for an MVP this year. It rightfully deserves it. I'm not the biggest Ben Simmons guy. Uh, I, Tobias Harris is too up and down. I don't think he's been consistent enough for that team over the past couple years. I, they're, they're a team to me at this point, just like the Milwaukee Bucks, that you got, you still got to prove it a bit because you've been into situation, you've gotten into situations you haven't been able to win the big games. So to me, it's 
to me, they've get they, they this same kind of big group of guys has been together now the past couple of years. I'm not going to believe it until until I see it honestly with them, and, and it's like that with the Bucks for me too. And you wouldn't. And let's extend it beyond the Eastern Conference. The Sixers, no matter who they play in the West, whatever your team of choice is, Clip Show, Lakers, you know, Suns, I'll throw them in there, Jazz, whatever, whoever you think is coming out of the West. You don't think the Sixers have a, have a puncher's chance there? I do. Yeah, I do. I'm, the way Simmons plays defense. I mean, like, like so the, matchup dependent. Like, right? Yeah, the way Simmons plays defense, and and the way I mean, if if you get if you get out of Embiid what you got throughout the course of the season, you know, if you get that in the playoffs as well, and the way that Simmons plays defense, and then Tobias Harris, you mentioned him. I mean, like, I mean, dude's averaging twenty points a game. Yep. You know, I mean, like he really did step it up this year where they needed a secondary score. And we kept saying at the beginning of the season, the problem was is Ben was just not going to be that guy, right? Like Ben Simmons just was not going to be that guy. Tobias Harris stepped up and decided he was going to be that guy and started an average 20 points a game over the course of the year to kind of be that secondary scorer for them. And so uh, I just felt it curious that here's a number one seed. I mean, they are going to be the number one seed, right? Barring the complete collapse that we don't, we don't speak of them. You know, again, the yeah. Spurs barometer of yeah. never speaking about them. The Sixers don't far fall from don't, yeah, they really fall don't. From It's that. fair. I mean, it's completely fair. It's it's fair. I think that, uh, and there's going to be, you know, like there's so many teams, especially in the East, when you look at it, it's just so matchup dependent on who you draw. Like, honestly, if you're the 76ers, I don't want to look at, I don't want to see the Hawks. I don't want to see one of the few teams that actually has someone that could potentially guard Joel Embiid and Clint Capella. I mean, it was a, you know, all-star caliber defensive player. It, it's just, like, I think that's a that's a tough, tough matchup for them. Honestly, if they draw a team like that, if they draw a team like, I, you know, the Knicks, I know that's not even fair because even New Orleans Noel has been great inside for them this year. But, you know, if they, if they draw the Heat, okay, it might be an easier matchup for them. See, I would think they would want to avoid the Heat. If you, so let's put it this way, and, I'll, and obviously it's matchup dependent, but if we throw out the top three seeds in, in each for the purpose of this question, Sixers, Nets, Bucks, in the East, um, well, Jazz, Suns, Clippers, we have to, we have to throw the, uh, the Lakers in there as well. By the way, what a... What a horrific beat it's going to be for the team that has to face the Lakers. If that's, if that's the Suns or the Jazz in a first-round series, what a brutal reward for your regular season that's I did, going to be. Uh, I did scoop up yesterday, Lakers 6-1. to one. Ooh, nice. I did grab that. I, I know I kept saying on it for a couple yeah. weeks here, if they reached 5-1 to one or more, I was going to grab it. And I was watching. They still had the Futures posted at Westgate here in town. I was waiting for that Lakers just to finish that win yesterday. I was like, 6-1, to one, good enough for me, I'm in. But who's, who's the team, Matt, in each conference besides the, those usual suspects that I just mentioned? Surprise me here in the East and the West. Who's the one team in each conference that you think no one's thinking about could make noise, could make noise? I mean, it sounds ridiculous to say this because they're the three seed, but like we said, this not the iteration seed. of the Bucks with a with a Drew Holiday. I'll accept the answer, like because <laughs> it, it's, it's not because it's not no the obvious talking, answer. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. No one talks about the like. No, no I one, hear you. I hear you. Like, like every, it's 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 basically Nets. It's like everyone's just Nets, 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 Nets. Right? Like everyone's talking about the Nets and then how good and how good that the Knicks have been. Which you know, good. These are these are all talking points. It should be talking points. But you look at the at the Bucks, right? And this like. This it, adding holiday. Remember how we were saying last year when we were sitting here watching this, we kept saying they were missing that one other thing. Like they were just missing that one 
other thing, and that was just the, that, and that was never going to get them to that next level. I think Holiday coming in, one not only being able to score, get you those sixteen, seventeen yeah. points a game that he gets you, but the way that he plays defense and the way that you can just lock him up on a guy. Um, There's been a couple times he has shut down Kyrie Irving yeah. this year for halves of basketball. I, and I gotta be honest, that that was an offseason move, Matt. You were much higher on than I was, and I it, it was a great move. It was a great move. I think it's a I think it's a more interesting team this year. I'll take a stab at this. Try to come up with a team that that no one's necessarily thinking about. I got two for you. Are we forgetting about the playoff Blazers? Uh, Okay, that was my answer in the West. I would not want to face the – outside of the top three seeds, like you said, and not including the Lakers, it's Blazers in the West to me and it's Hawks in the East. Hawks can do it offensively. There's no doubt about that. They are an offensive explosion waiting to happen on any given night. But I I just – I. I cannot wait for the playoffs. As meandering as this end of regular season has been, and Lord knows we are ready for the playoffs to start. Can't wait for the play-in. Can't wait for what comes on beyond that. I don't think we have to play a best of seven in the first round. That seems a little interminable. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, it should be exciting. And and we'll see. We're jockeying for position. Again, um, Pacers and Wizards. Here's the thing with the Wizards right here. So no Beal tonight. No Beal in their next game against us. is also at the Hawks. I think at that point, if the Wizards cannot get into a 7-8 position, if they lose both of those, Beal probably shuts it down for the last two games of the regular season, too. Why would you play him at that point? Yeah, I agree. And I guess we didn't mention it in this segment. So if you're wondering if why no one, none of us said the Celtics, yeah. Jalen Brown done for the season. See you, Boston. State. That's right. Yeah, Wrist injury. And he was having his, his best season, the best season of his career. Almost 25 points a game for Jalen Brown. I mean, it's just another one, right? Down goes another. Celtics could never get it right this year. Now the injury injury added to insult. Uh, Danielle will join us. We'll find out what she's betting. We may not have bets, but I can pretty much guarantee you she does. That's next. Beeson's primetime action. We'll do rushing yards in the NFL as well. Material DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com/VSIN to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to one thousand dollars as a sign-up bonus. Sign up using the promo code VSIN. That's V-S-I-N to claim your exclusive offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler or in Indiana one eight hundred nine with it must be 21 or older eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details go Daniele. yes how are you good um we need you to bail us out tonight with picks you have picks i have too many picks yes it's my girl <laughs> oh it's a oh small my font. god it's the type is oh. smaller and smaller every night there's not even that many games tonight they, how, did, uh, how did you i don't even know how that yes. happens she's making up bets. yeah she's making up bets where there's a will there's a way all right so flyers is going on right now and they are down two to one in the second period to the devils so hopefully they can come through but there's anything I know about the Flyers they can score and they can score a lot especially in crunch time so hopefully that comes through I also have a Jets Bruins money line parlay which I felt really good about until uh, the Jets started playing just about 10 minutes ago and they were already down two to zero to the Canucks ouch but the Bruins uh, were ahead early and now it is tied up with the Islanders 
six minutes left in the second period. So that parlay is just really on. It's on thin ice, if you will. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> got it. Rim shot. Uh, Golden Knights and Avalanche going on later tonight, about 90 minutes. Um, so we're not going to get to see this one live, unfortunately. But kind of a fun matchup here. And so I wanted to play some fun props. So I have this game to go into overtime at 3-1. to one. Uh They've played twice before. It went in one time, and about 21% of their games so far this season have gone into overtime or shootout. Um, so, yeah, that's where I went with that one. And then I did yes goal in the first 10 minutes. Every time I bet this with the Golden Knights, it's came, it's came home. Uh, I also picked um, a Golden Knights player to score a goal. So I have Mark Stone here, yes. Um, I dug into my Matt Brown tool bag here, and I know okay. that hockey is a completely different beast than mm -hmm. anything else, right? It's not the same as football or basketball, but nevertheless, I looked at some stats. I looked at shots on goal. I looked at time on ice. I looked at how many goals he scores, um, power play goals. And so he was two to one, so I took him, and I feel pretty good about that one too. And then, of course, some baseball going on below that, mostly money line stuff, because not a lot of games going on. Relative. You managed to find four bets, though. Yeah. Rangers, Giants, no first, run, uh, no run first inning. Marlins first five. Sox, uh, they're up, I believe, one to nothing. Angels. Sox or Orioles tied? No. Oh, one is to it one? tied? Is it tied now? Yeah, yeah, one to one. Yeah, right. And then the Angels was yeah, just kind of a flyer. I don't know why I thought I could win with a little plus money there. <laughs> And we'll later, see. later we'll find out with our uh, golf one and done in our golf draft if Danielle finished first or last because she refuses to finish second or third. She's Ricky I think Bobby it's dead with last. That. What's that? She's Ricky last. Bobby with that every week. <laughs> first, if she first, she's last. Yeah. Uh, well, we wish you luck in all of these. We'll be tracking all these because we don't have any uh, throughout the night. Well, everybody can take a couple. That'll help me out. Gold, we, gold, we, uh, <laughs> we are we are approaching halftime. And, and Russ has 12 points, 9 assists, and 5 rebounds. So he's getting there tonight. Triple-double Like He is getting there for sure. Kind of a slow start for him. He will start missing shots on purpose to get his own rebound. Yeah, oh, good point. Yeah, if yeah. rebounds is the last one, yeah. you're right. Just, yeah, right. go into the lane, yeah. lob it up off the rim, grab it, yes. then go back. Yeah. Roy Achimura leading the uh, Wiz in scoring tonight. 14 points mm -hmm. for the Wizards. Up by a point over Atlanta, 62-61. Meanwhile, Cleveland, 50-47 uh, over Indiana. Indiana and Washington really in no real jeopardy of getting knocked out of the play-in situation. But uh, New Orleans already down 11. That would be... Uh, out in the West, New Orleans trying to get into the uh, play-in in the West. They're they're uh, without Zion, of course, and uh, that hasn't started well for them. We got a uh, final seconds in this half in Atlanta, and Kevin Herter just made this beautiful, beautiful play on, on a ball defensively, and then threw up this easy lob pass. Unfortunately, both John Collins and Clint Capella went to finish it off. Oh. That didn't that didn't that didn't end well. It didn't work <laughs> too well when two guys go for the alley oop. T Wolves aren't playing tonight, but I mentioned this morning. Um, the biggest NBA story that I believe no one is talking about, the T-Wolves' refusal to tank. Yep, they refuse. I agree. I mean, we've been talking about it a yeah. little bit. By, by the way, Gil, did you watch? Did anybody watch Russ on Saturday? That was the most captivating NBA game I've seen in I don't even know how long. No, I didn't Apparently see it. Not. But yeah, that, with that game going to overtime with the Pacers and it oh, was oh the Wizards Pacers game. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Saturday. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was I was rooting for the Pacers hard. I was watching the score on my phone. I wasn't watching because I want the Wizards to finish tenth, and so that was a, a brutal outcome for me. But one point was it like one? It was an overtime. 132, 131, uh, something Westbrook like that. already had his triple-double, but then he finishes it off with a block to seal the win. It was like the most Westbrook, all about Westbrook game ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's co he's compelling to watch, man. Say what you will. Right. Say what you will. I, they're, they're a joy to watch. By the way, just finishing the Minnesota thought, it's only top three protected. 
they're threatening to like be the sixth worst team the way they're playing. And that's the difference between 14% of the ping pong balls and 9% of the lottery. So if they don't get it, it's going to be the Warriors. Imagine that. We'll come back. Fruit baskets. Thanking those that helped us win bets this weekend. Matt's got a big fruit basket to send. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. If you missed any of our shows today or any of the VSIN broadcasts, be sure to check out our free VSIN podcast. You can now catch up on Follow the Money with Mitch and Polly, a numbers game with Gil Alexander or the Lombardi line on the Daily VSIN Best Bets podcast. Also, check in with Gil Alexander's Beating the Book Pod, Josh Applebaum's Market Insights. You can get PGA Tour betting previews on long shots. There's the Ron Flatter Racing Pod and the NBA Scoop with JVT on hardwood handicappers. Whatever you're betting on, we have a pod for it. Find them all for free. Free at vcin.com slash podcast. That's vcin.com slash podcast. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, let's start with <laughs> let's start with Matt. I know you have a big basket to send. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, it was a it was a good good golf tournament this week. Um as we talked about here, it was, you know, time to flip the script. I mean, it was one of those things where, and this is this one of those things as, as betters that we have to kind of be able to follow. We have to be able to change course whenever course needs to be changing. And, and the numbers dictate sometimes where, you know, we fade guys. We don't want to play at a certain number. We don't want to do things. And then things start to drift into, into fantasy land. And, you know, one of the top ten golfers in the world, Floated up to, you know, I mean, I only got 18 to 1. There were 20 to 1s that were available out there um, in other parts of the country. And, uh, you know, I only got 18 to 1. But, like, we're talking about a guy that, you know, again, had nine starts on this course, seven top tens in the nine starts that he's had on the, that he had on this course. And so now, I mean, now he's had ten starts. He's got eight top tens, including three wins. And so in order to, uh, you know, be able to process all of that and understand that, like, okay, look, now we've gotten to the things have overcorrected. It's gotten out of hand. We've got to come back in, and we've got to start this when we start playing these people. And so Rory goes out, wins. Um, again, 18-1. to 1. Wasn't the best number that was available out there. It was the best number that was available here in Vegas anyway. And so uh, good good weekend all around. I mean, it's a it, it's one of those things, too. Like, you, you pay attention. You listen to the guys. You know, he took off after the Masters, said he wanted to. You know, he got his new swing coach. He was doing all that. He said he started to figure some things out. He enjoyed the crowd being back out there. He said he was really looking forward to that as well. There was a lot of things that were kind of positive. If you looked into the underlying stats as well, he wasn't really that far off. I didn't go get another pedicure, by the way. This just this, this wasn't this a long just, enough win. It doesn't sound like you're that excited about this, your 18 no. to one. This is this is I not another pedicure. Yeah, I, didn't get, I didn't go get another. I, didn't <laughs> I had to pull this in from last week. Yeah, I, I didn't go get another pedicure. Um, but it was uh, really good Greek food, though. I had some good Greek food, but that was about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, you look at the underlying stats for him as well, and they, they really weren't all that bad. It was just there was a couple of things that he needed to correct. He did do that and goes out there, gets the win. What I did do was bet him simultaneously for the PGA at the same time that I bet him for this because I'm like, okay, if this pans out, smart. Yep. Yeah. The price is going to be long gone. What you know, you know, by the time no whenever it gets there, I got 15. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think he's down to 10 yeah. in most places now. And he's had success on the PGA course yeah. as well. He yeah. won it the last time I was there. Yeah. yeah. 
So, no so very smart. And so, um, so we've got that at least in the account as well to uh, to look forward to here in a couple weeks. Kelly has some golfers as well. Yeah, so if uh, Matt had a big fruit basket, I got two smaller fruit baskets, much, <laughs> much, much smaller. Like a budget basket? Yeah, these are these are the fruit baskets for thanks for not making it a absolute absolutely horrific weekend. Victor Hovland and Emiliano Grillo. Uh, top tw- some top 20s uh, on both of them. Hovland hit a top 10 for me. Had a top 30 and a top 20 on Grillo. So that helped, uh, helped manage some of the losses this week. So... Uh, Thanks for those guys. And Hovland made it interesting. You know, for a guy, I really didn't think I was going to be in it all on Sunday. He at least made it an interesting watch for me. Here's the thing with Hovland, and this is something for anybody that's going to bet golf outrights. If you're going to bet Hovland outright, also bet him in a top 10 market yeah. or a top 5 market or at least a top 20 market because he is – he is going to be around. Like it, it, the guy is just he lurks. Talk, yes, he I is love the. He is a lurker. He is a guy that's always going to be around. What you don't want, like you're saying, Kelly, like you could have come across. You, you could have come out of this weekend really hating that you're like, man, he was right there. But but you're still you, you still made some money off of him mm-hmm. being lurking there. Like those guys like that. Those guys that they can get there. But you know, look, he just he didn't play bad. He just got outplayed. I mean, you know, he's just Rory played better. You know, it's just it was it was just one of those type deals. So I would always on those type of guys be sure that you don't just only play the outright. Yep. Sound advice. I'm trying to Gil. make I'm trying to make lurker a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Lurker? Oh well, golf it golf. is yes. Guys who lurk. The lurkers. Yeah. The, the, is that a slot machine thing? <laughs> That's no. a slot machine thing, right? Guys, you guys need to go back and watch your friends. Yeah. Okay, uh, Gil has one. I do. Um, this is sort of in, sort of in the same vein that, that Kelly was talking about, in the sense that there's sometimes we come in here and Kelly sends out the text to all of us. He's like, "Hey, give me your fruit baskets of the weekend," and I'm like, "Oh, I could pick this person or this person or this person." Yeah, not this weekend. There wasn't much to pick. I'm like, "Oh, I could." No, not that. No, that one lost to. Oh no, that one lost to. <laughs> so in the end, uh, for me, it was just sort of a saving bet. Mm. Uh, I had Matteo Berrettini. In in the finals this past week in Madrid on clay, and he did win the first set. Tough one against uh, Sasha Zverev in the finals there, but it was not to be. But thankfully, a live wager on the over saved me from that loss. So sometimes the best bets are just saving your downside, Mm -hmm. and this one qualifies as that. So they played a three-setter. Zverev won it. Uh, But I will tell you what I did most of the weekend. Went around town making some futures plays on both Casper Ruud and uh, Matteo Berrettini for the French, which I've never done in my life in any Rafa Nadal clay tournament. Bankroll conservation Ooh. is a very important thing that maybe we don't talk enough about. It uh, is uh, about on here as well. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's a that was celebrating a, the small that's a, wins. It's a good it's a good point. Well, I mean, no, he was he was saying like, hey, the tournament didn't pan out for him all yeah. that well. Get to a Sunday and be like, you know what? I'm going to cut my losses here. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that I I don't come out of this thing. Completely, you know, stone dead. It, it was something that you two very intelligently did during the Super Bowl when we were doing yeah. our Super Bowl podcast. Well, and Gil, remind us when's the French? French is at the end of the month, last okay. week of May. So you're about four weeks out that you got your futures already kind of uh, yeah, starting like to like three weeks come out. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You, you got one here. Did yeah, you? yeah, I do. Um, so mine goes to the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I was not in the state of Nevada over the weekend, so this was Friday night. If you guys remember, Andy McNeil and I were not exactly oppo. He was on the Golden Knights, and I was on the Blues plus one and a half, so puck line. And uh, we both won. We were both able to win here. Uh, awesome. The Vegas Golden Knights won four to three, so we both win. And then I also had the Golden Knights to score first, which they did, and I also have that tonight. So hopefully that's another winner tonight. Sorry we talked so long that you didn't get the steel drums behind you on that. Oh, Apologize. Yeah. But uh, the, the Knights, I mean, 
I, T-Mobile's in my literally in my backyard, if you will, here in uh, in Las Vegas, in the middle of the Strip. Mm-hmm. And it is nice to have that crowd back there, mm-hmm. and I could hear the the horn when the Knights score again in the apartment. Yep, Vegas is back. Kelly, yeah. when you're when you're on the golf betting side of things, what has become what's become the more tilting experience? The <laughs> The Keegan experience or the Seabass experience? Which one is which oh, one's the worst? Well, Keegan's more legendary. Seabass, we're hoping, becomes as legendary. Yeah, I mean, either I either one. Keegan's just the worst. Up. Just the worst. Wait, what's worst? the Seabass one? Sebastian, uh, just Sebastian Munoz. Oh, we'll so we'll talk about it on the other side here. It's just, I was just like Sebastian Janikowski's playing golf. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Um, We'll talk to Dwayne Colucci. We'll also do a little NFL prop right here. Rookie rushing yards, and we'll compare it to last year as well. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Kelly, you got an update for us? I do. Wizards and Hawks at the half. Wizards 62, Hawks 61. Matt gave this to you a little while ago, but Westbrook's numbers at the half, 12 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds, so we'll just be checking that that rebound number for most of the second half. Uh, Other games going on, Grizzlies leading the Pelicans second quarter action, 46 to 42, 7 and a half minutes left in the first half. Grizzlies uh, eight and a half point live favorite, two thirty seven and a half live total in that game. Bucks and Spurs just getting going. Bucks up eleven to nine a few minutes into the game. They are eight and a half live, two thirty seven and a half is your live total in baseball. Astros with a one nothing lead over the Angels in the top of the second. Astros are minus two sixty live. Angels plus two ten and nine and a half is your live total. Panthers up on the Lightning now, two to nothing. End of the second period. Uh, if you wanted to hop in live, you can get plus 650 on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Four and a half is your live total in that game. The Oilers leading the Canadians 3-2 to two at the end of two. No live numbers currently up for that. Blackhawks leading the Stars 2-1 to one at the end of one. Blackhawks minus 180 live stars, plus 157 and a half. Your live total shaded to the under. And the Predators up on the Hurricanes 2-0. Just about the end of the first period there. Hurricanes plus 250 live, six and a half your live total in the game. Last uh, full night of hockey. The season was supposed to have uh, ended on Saturday, this past Saturday. Then they extended it three days for COVID and weather-related stuff. So it was supposed to then have ended tomorrow, but then it extends further because of all those Canucks games that were missed. Yeah, so we have, are all are all the divisions besides the Canadian one ending at the same time? Is that tonight, the final Day of regular season well, play? there's five games on Wednesday, so I don't know. So, no, probably. Yeah, probably not. We'll ask Dwayne about that. He yes. knows a lot more about the NHL. <laughs> we'll ask Colucci about the it. Colucci! <laughs> we'll ask him about that. And, of course, the Derby scandal. Danielle, what do you got? 
Uh, rookie rushing props. I like it. All right. So uh, if we take a look at the top here, Najee Harris on the Steelers now. Bet MGM has this number at 949 and a half. Points bet just 900. Just a cool 900. Uh, for point of reference, um, we also have the rookie rushing props from, or excuse me, the rookie rushing leaders from last year. Um, Derrick Henry had 2,000, if that helps anybody. I think we remember that. Uh, Alvin Kamara had around 932 last year, so that's kind of what you'd be looking at for Najee in that range. Um, but, yeah, this last season, 2020 rookie rushing leaders, Jonathan Taylor at the top there with over 1,000 rushing yards. Uh, James Robinson also over 1,000. J.K. Dobbins sitting around 805. It, it still trips me out because when you see James Robinson, you're like, the Jaguars figured out this undrafted ru- rookie, uh, rookie running back thing undrafted free agent rookie running back, and then they go ahead and they drafted uh, Etienne in the first round anyway. <laughs> uh, Tim Tebow, for those who missed it, is going to get a shot at tight end with the Jaguars. We knew that was coming down the mountain. Uh, but back to the uh, matter at hand. I mean, you just destroy the over on points bet for Najee Harris. Like, right? as fast as you can run to it, as was... fast as you can like bet that, as many times as they will allow you to bet that, over 900 yards. I mean, listen, again. Because you have to. We understand injury is always... But listen, we we don't bet futures thinking people are going to get hurt. So like you know, we we bet futures on the the assumption of health, and you just absolutely destroy that. I mean, if you look, uh, yeah, we can we can compare it to other. I mean, we can compare it to rookies if we want to. I mean, Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. was really the only bell cow right back but, but that's the one you could compare last right? year for any of the teams because marlon matt got hurt in the first game of the year if you remember so he gets 230 jonathan taylor gets 232 carries for them goes for 1169 yards five yards a carry um we know the steelers probably want to run the ball more than even the colts do that's what they at least tell you anyway that they want to get to to power running and so really you know we're doing it because it's a, he happens to be a rookie, but really you should compare him to any of these other any of these other guys that aren't going to have any competition whatsoever for carries. If, if you guys don't remember, James Conner's out of town, so I mean, like it's <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be him and and really with no competition whatsoever for carries. And so you look and like you know, Derrick Henry had 378 carries. You're not going to get that, but I mean, you go a little bit further down. I mean, Josh Jacobs had 273. Uh, uh, Zeke had 244. You know, something in those. Like, it would not surprise me if he's in that 250-ish carry range because that's what they drafted him for. You spend a first-round pick on a running back to replace this gaping hole in the offensive side that you you know you let walk away. The dude's going to get the carries. He's going to get there. And again, barring. Barring injury, which again, that's that's always a thing, but he is going to he will smash the nine hundred. Let's like, let's do a little long division, shall we? Let's uh let's divide uh, seventeen into nine hundred and a half. Boop 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 boop. Uh, that is that's fifty three yards a game. Yeah, that's all you need. This isn't Orenthal James. You know, uh, is it Orenthal James? Yeah, Orenthal James <laughs> Simpson gaining two thousand three yards in fourteen games. This is asking a guy to get fifty three yards on average. For 17 games. Yes, I know he's probably not going to get that in every single game. You get the idea, though. 53. You're not asking for much here on Najee Harris. And and I would even go back that list, back to the list we had. Anybody, as you said, who's like the guy, Antonio Gibson with Washington, mm-hmm. over 795? Yes, please. I'll take that. That's that's a wager you have to be willing to lose. That's not asking for much. Let's well, say he misses two games for injury, yeah. right? That's still 61 yards a game. 
you know, like very like, achievable, like like nine oh one divided by fifteen is sixty one yards a game. I mean, like like he can miss two games, and if he averages sixty one yards a game, I, I, mean, I, I see. I'm, I'm with you, Matt. I, if this was posted here. It would be in my account multiple yep. times, mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. And if he gets hurt, he gets hurt, and that's the risk we play whenever we play futures. And it is what it is. But I mean, like that, well, the, we assume health when we play these futures, and that is like that is going to. I mean, that's going to happen if he stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, looking at that list last year, sure, nobody played sixteen games on there. So, like, you know, understand you're you're going to have little, you're going to have injuries here and there, tweaks. Mm-hmm. So some of these guys didn't get into later in the season. That's not going to be the case with Najee Harris. He should go right away. I, I mean, and you're right. He might not have games where he's going to hit fifty yards, but he's he's going to have multiple games where he goes over a hundred. In my opinion, I think he's the best back that that came out this year. Might have been the best back that came out last we're year. We're talking too. about Clyde having a disappointing year last. year year and but he, he got time. to 803 yeah. on 181 right. carries we're talking about we can assume that Najee's going to get every bit of the 240 or 232 that, that Taylor and James mm-hmm. Robinson got and, and that has him just destroy the 900 number I mean he, he just destroys that 900 number Jalen Hurts ended up with 354 last year can we go back go back to the one where it's uh this this year's rookie for the prop itself Besides Najee, who do we have on here? Because we have a we have a couple quarterbacks as well. Trevor Lawrence is on there. Just yeah. Trevor Lawrence on yeah. there. Yeah. So Trevor Lawrence is number three twenty four and a half. That one's on Bet MGM. Um, closest would be Jalen Hurts at three hundred fifty four yards last season. But Patrick Mahomes also three hundred eight yards last season. I mean, I, let's play it the other way. Travis Etienne, because James Robinson exists, maybe I wouldn't venture an over there, right? Because there's like you said, there's you know it's. It's there's more than one person in the backfield. Trevor Lawrence, though, it's like okay, if you're going to be the quarterback, maybe he maybe he stumbles into 324 yards. Always the underrated part of his game. Um, yeah, but I think you're right. Najee is the play. Najee's the play, and like you said, much with some of my uh, my tennis futures on the French this uh, this weekend in Vegas. I'm sorry, we'll only take this amount from you at this number. Okay, I'll just stick around for the next number. Yeah. I'll bet this amount now. So yeah. I want no. a yes/no on will he try to hurdle another NFL player? Najee. Yeah. Is, oh. is someone going to tell him don't do that? You imagine the <laughs> the debate over whether something was a hurdle or not. Right. And <laughs> here's know. the other reason too. Like you know, when we talk about this, not only just from a volume standpoint, and not yeah. only from whatever, but you know, listen, we we think collectively here on the set, we think the Steelers take a step back, but that doesn't mean they're going to be terrible. I mean, that doesn't mean that they're going to be a horrible team. And so, like, you know. If they're an if they're a 500 ish over 500 ish type team or something like that, then they're not going to be playing from behind all the time. So it's not going to be like you know he's not getting the rushing attempts and different. That's that's why it's a little bit scary from you know a Broncos standpoint or a little bit scary from a Jaguar standpoint from these other guys. Though I mean, we did see James Harris get it done. I mean James Robinson get it done last year for this Jaguars team. But there is at least that in the back of our minds, right? Like these teams could stink and like right. if you're playing from behind, you're not running the ball, you're not whatever. Like that's, we don't anticipate that'll be the, that'll be the case for the Steelers team. And we, we think that they'll be competitive. We just don't think they're going to be as good as last year. And we certainly don't think they're good enough to like challenge for a, you know, Super Bowl or anything like that. But, you know, they should, they should win nine games, you know, whatever, 10 games, you know, something in that, in that realm. And if that's the case, then again, the, the volume should be there. The workload should be there. The game script should be there for him. Like everything should be there 
for so long as we don't get injury, you know, and, and that's just a that's just a risk we take whenever we whenever we bet these things. You said that about Clyde Edwards Elaire. He had eight hundred three yards rushing. I say the same thing about J.K. Dobbins. Really, he had eight hundred five yards rushing last right. year. Quiet eight hundred five um, on on one thirty four. Right, one hundred thirty four attempts. Yeah, man. So I yeah. Listen, it's not a rushing league anymore. But, like, with the 24th pick, you know, again, I had Warren Sharp on saying, just going off on, oh, man, if Pittsburgh takes a running back at 24, what a ridiculously stupid thing this is. Not if it's Najee Harris. I agree, Gil. I think he's, I think he's amazing. Yeah. Over. 10 Tebow props for 45 seconds. Oh, please. Basically, yes, no, get does he play more than 12 and a half yards? Total receiving, yeah, just is he playing? I guess you're, yeah, that's right. Does he start? Does, does he, he make does the he, roster? <laughs> does he play a game? I got nothing uh, here. Right, these were posted. This has moved a little bit though since this um, this afternoon. The over is now four to one, and the under is minus five ninety. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he makes the team. How are you gonna have that conversation with Tim Tebow if you're Urban Meyer? Tim, you're washed. No more. I mean, doesn't he make the team just for like the jump passes and stuff, or like the trick plays? <laughs> he makes it for, and for jersey. You don't want to get Trevor Lawrence yeah. like hurt. Like you don't want him running the ball at the goal line. You'd rather just. Just Let for, him do it. Just for the awkward pep talks. Got to keep him on the roster. <laughs> Dwayne Colucci next. We'll talk Kentucky Derby scandal and some NHL on the way back right here on Prime Primetime Action. 